it's uh, time to dive into the Sydney form. Before we do, uh, Chairman of Stewards for Racing New South Wales is Steve Rowlton. And Steve's always good enough to join us on Race Morning. I think he's there now. Good morning, Steve, and a happy new year to you. Morning, Richard, and happy new year to you and the listeners. I'm looking at the stewards report from yesterday at Ramwick. There was a little bit going on. A couple of riders uh, might be spending some time on the sidelines. I'll speak of Zach Lloyd, Jason Collett, and Nashra Willer there. So a little bit going on there yesterday. Yes, it was a late departure, um, as it was on Boxing Day. So we've uh, we've had a couple of busy days, and hopefully today won't be like that. Uh, what have you seen through the reports to uh, to let the listeners know about? Uh, Reed Canterbury today. Uh, race. Three, number six is Shani. Um, last uh, at Canterbury on the 9th of December. F- finished on the heels of the place getters, but um, didn't have a lot of luck in the straight between the 350 and the 150. Was held up and not able to be fully tested. Um, you touched on it earlier with um, with Mark Newnham. Um, with uh, Dragonstone, race six, number five. He finished second last at his last run, but was not able to be tested really at any stage of the straight and uh, could not find clear running wherever he went, uh, Tom Sherry. So uh, it's pretty f- pay to forget his run. And um, this is the only other one I've got of some sort of note, race seven, number eight, Lunar Rocks. Was odds on favourite and finished um, seventh of 10 at uh, Hawkesbury at its last start. It was disappointing, but after the race was found to be displaying cardiac arrhythmia. So that might explain the um, the filly's uh, disappointing run. And she's since um, passed her vet checks and uh, passed a trial at, uh, on the 23rd of December. Yeah, she looked good at the trials the other day. Good on you, Steve. Great to chat Thanks. race morning and um, we'll do it again soon. Okay, for sure. Good on you, Steve Ralton there, Chairman of Stewards, on for a chat. Uh, let's jump into Canterbury Racing today. Beautiful day in Sydney, and uh, if you're in Sydney and surrounds, you're a bit of a loose end and umming and ahhing what to do. Uh, as I welcome Ray Thomas back into the coverage, get out to Canterbury. It'll be, it'll be a good day for a twilight program there today, Ray. It, it will, Rich. Weather perfect and a really interesting program. A few scratchings, but that's understandable given we've got... Such a busy week coming up. Richard, double-header this weekend, obviously. Then Warwick Farm is Wednesday. Canterbury Friday night, Rose Hill Saturday. So plenty of options for these trainers and owners. And uh, hence, that's one of the reasons we've got a number of scratchings from today's meeting. Get our money's worth from Luke Marlow today. We'll have him now. We'll have him for behind the gates. I'm working with him at the track this afternoon. <laughs> Luke, good morning and a very happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you as well, Richard, and to Ray and to all the listeners. Um, boys, uh, to put it in racing terms this morning, hampered out of the gates and just a little <laughs> bit off the bridle uh, in the early stages this morning. But it's great to be with you. Not where you start, it's where you finish, though, Luke. <laughs> oh, 100%. 2,400 metre race, and I'm just building the revs early. So um, looking forward to a big day, Rich. Okay. One man. I'm, it's business as usual for our man, Glenn Munsey, and he, he joins us as always. Hello, Munz. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Richard, and to all the listeners. Good morning to Ray. Good morning to Luke. Well, and you've seen as many New Years as I have, Richard. You know, they tend to blend into just a normal day. And when you get <laughs> Do you to bring the, the mood down? <laughs> Fire up, Munns. Fire bring, up. Bring the mood well, down. Oh, that's, that's all, you know, it's a bit of a de rigueur. But, you know, when you get to sort of elite athleticism like myself, oh, you know, you, you can, you know, Luke's a little bit scratchy, you know, just, you know, warming up. But, you know, some of us, they just, you know, blend into the day and you're just moving sweetly. You know, it's like watching, you know, uh, Steph Curry, you know, the, the Steve Curry there, you know, in the, the basketball, just lobbing them from, you know, half court just, just for practice. If you can't give yourself a rat, Munns, on New Year's Day, no one <laughs> yeah. can. 
He's put himself in a league, league there, hasn't he, boys? Yeah, well, yeah. You know, well, I must have been MVP all, I, company. Yeah. I, I was in bed about quarter to 11, so. Tucked <laughs> <laughs> up, yeah, tucked up a, and. It was a long, long day yesterday, and uh, thank God they have those fireworks early, anyway. <laughs> for the kiddies, for the toddlers, and the likes of you, Glenn. And the grandparents, anyway. yes. Yeah, that's right, that's right. That's, that's, uh, you're in that mould these days. You've been a quick-fire granddad in the last couple of months. Let's dive in, shall we, guys? And uh, eight races, Canterbury. Tracks are good for. Tracks should be in just perfect order here. Rail on the true eight races. And let's dive in. First race on the day is a 20-past-three start for the... Ned Australian Whiskey. Oh, might be too early to be talking about that, but Mun's the market oh, for, <laughs> for a set weights maiden, three olds and upwards, 1,900 metres. Uh, Luke, I'll provide you with the Neds as we do the preview. Yeah, thanks, Rich. Yeah, and, and I can tell you, although the penetrometer 4.9, Richard, the, the going stick readings are a little bit firmer than the last two Friday night meetings. Uh, they've been, uh, the last Friday night meeting, 11. Uh, uh, 11.1 and 11.9. Today we're 11.7 and 14. And the previous night meeting with a penal of 4.85, uh, the going stick was 11.1 and 12.3. So just a fraction firmer uh, the track there. And of course, uh, well, not as as late a start for, uh, than a night meeting, uh, but uh, uh, we got a 20 past three start anyway. So let's rip into the first here. Well, we start with Citric. And it is a $51 chance. Fuday at $3, and that price makes it favourite. Already in from $3.50 earlier this morning. Rapid Impact at $26. Sulvar is at $16. We've got Tycoon Charger as a $7 pop. Juma at $4.60. Keys to Love at $26. Rangatiki is a $7.50 chance. Monte Outlander is a scratching three cents a win and three cents a place. Mr. Plume at $4. Semper Invictus is a $51 chance. And Shaday is out six cents a win and seven cents a place. So good money this morning and not much money uh, uh, apart from that, but good money this morning for Food Day here. Uh, as I said, $3.50 into a $3 favourite and is clearly the top run. Just a few sort of uh, market adjustments here. Juma did go up $6 this morning, is now a $4.60 chance. And the second pick in the race is actually Mr. Plume, who went up the three sixty second favourite and has been pushed to $4. Yeah, where does Fuday get in the run here, boys? It's the key. We heard from Brad Whittup with Richard earlier. He doesn't have a lot of early speed. So, But in saying that, they won't be breaking any track records here in the opener. Uh, I think Tycoon Charger probably leads by default here, Luke. The stewards map does have Semper Invictus coming across from a whitish gate. He is a rock-hard fit. Juma should lob into a lovely spot. And Mr. Plume and Ranger TK also getting nice runs. They won't go too hard here, Luke. Yeah, I think you're probably right, Ray. Um, it's it's devoid of speed, isn't it? Um, mm. I'm hoping he can land just behind them. Uh, food eyes. He's got the finishing speed. He did run the sixth best last 200 of the meeting last start in, in what was, I admit, a slowly run race. So, of course, they had to come home quick. But he's now fourth, uh, fifth up into a preparation. He's out to 1,900. He's super fit. Dylan Gibbons going on. Um, he'll do me. I think he can break through at Canterbury later this afternoon. Number eight, Rangatikia, I thought was most certainly a danger. Um, the slow speed of that race last start didn't suit Rangatiki either. Um, but it's another horse that's getting deeper into a preparation now and is super fit. Brenton Abdullah, barrier one. Um, we know that the Waller trained horses, when they draw well, 
Uh, the stable like to utilise the draws, and uh, I can see Rangatiki getting a, a lovely run on the rails here. We'll just need a bit of luck at some stage. Ten Mr Plume I've included. Uh, peeled out early last start and tried to catch them napping, did Nash, and I think the horse just felt the pinch a little bit late, but was right there at the finish. Um, it's one of a few chances in this race. And number five, I thought, was next best tycoon charger. He's very one pace, but he's on a quick backup. And uh, he'll be there whacking away. He's on a six-day turnaround, guys. So I was 2, 8, 10 and 5. I think all of the mentioned horses could win the race. So it's a, a tricky start to the day for mine. It is, Luke, isn't it? I've gone Mr Plume. I, I just liked what he did there at Canterbury. Just his third career start. As Luke mentioned, Nash Willer took off a little early because the pace was was relatively indifferent, made a wide run. Uh, he kept uh, forging all the way down the straight, making a race of it with the winner, El Bravo. He wasn't beaten far into second spot on the line. He's had that tough seasoning run over the 1900. Today, run of the race stuff's going to go his way, Mr Plume, and uh, Nashua Willa staying with the horse, I think it'll be really hard to beat in the opener, number 10, Mr. Plume. Food A or Food I, definitely the danger. Um, uh, promising horse, was working home nicely at Canterbury uh, last start in the Super Chilled race. At his previous run, he was run down late by a promising horse in blue skin, so the form around him strong, just where he gets to in the run, and the tempo is the key for mine. I think Six Juma is uh, flying under the radar a little this mare. Uh, a new recruit for Team Hawks at a second start there. It took Rabini to run her down late at Newcastle. I think the 1900 will be no issue, and she's another one who will lob into the right spot. An eight Rangatiki, definitely hard to beat this mare for all the reasons that Luke mentioned. Comes out of that El Bravo Mr Plume race where she was beaten less than a half length right in the contest here. In the opener, 10 Mr Plume. Just run of the race stuff makes me lean his way. 10, 2, 6 and 8. Okay, numbers here for Mitch Manners calling all the action. Ten, Mr. Plume to beat two Fudai, eight Rangatiki and six Duma. Ten, two, eight, six for Mitch in the first race. Two months is the Drinkwise Plate. Set weights here, three-year-old Colson Gelding's a maiden at the 1,200 metres. And probably plenty of people this morning considering that option after their efforts last <laughs> night. Uh, we start with a scratching here in Bucks Party, and the deductions are three cents a win and four cents a place. IQ is our first runner here. Back at the races today as a gelding, and it's a $10 chance. Gallic Fox with a tongue tie on at $41. Good once for Johnny Steinmetz at $6. Hollywood Hero is an $8.50 chance. Last hand, back as a gelding at $41. Noble or Nobel at $12. Charlatan, uh, the blinkers go back on today, and um, uh, Joey told us Saturday morning he's still scratching his head with this horse, and it's a $2.15 favourite. Step aside is out, 15 cents a win and 12 cents a place. Uh, Toronamika uh, with a cross nose band on, and the blinkers off at $6.50. Warstar is out, 7 cents a win and 8 cents a place. West Cork finally makes its debut at the races today, and it's a $12 chance, and Weedle is a $23 pop. Uh, best supported runner here is uh, Charlatan. Uh, this morning, um, as much as $2.40, that was very early this morning and would have been just before Warstar came out. Um, it is clearly the top pick here. Four times the amount of money on it than Toranamika. And the only other runner with any support whatsoever is Good Once. 
Yeah, a good once will be right up on speed here from its good gate. Gallic Fox probably holding the rail. I think they'll share the lead. I think they'll run along a bit here uh, to Luke. Hollywood Hero, we heard from Bjorn Baker earlier. He's hoping to take advantage of that rail's gate and settle forward. I, I think they'll, they'll go along the genuine clip here in the second, Luke. What do you reckon Nash will do on Charlotte and Ray? I think he'll give him a dig in the ribs, won't he? That's the key, try and get him up there on speed. Yeah. He was handy when he resumed the other day. And, and look, I know um, uh, Joe Pride was sort of a bit 50-50 about his first up run, but I think the winner that day, Cardone's a nice horse. So if you like Charlatan today, dare I say it, Luke, do we give him one more chance? I think he can definitely win, and I, I'm not really potting him here. I'm more probably mm. potting the price just based on the map. I think Nash with the blinkers on, he will be positive in my opinion, but he's a... He's a chance of being three deep here if he if he doesn't yep. ping the gates and really go go quickly because good ones will kick up. Toronomic is going to be right there. Um, he might accept the one one if Charlatan wants to go on and try and get outside the lead. So I thought he tried pretty hard first up at Canterbury. He looked to me like he was putting in uh, first up as a gelding, and I think with the blinkers on, he he definitely can win the race. I've just gone with Toronomica at the better price with the better map. And I liked uh, the booking of Jason Collard. He was slow away at the Beaumont last start. And he did a lot of work in that race to get outside the leader, which actually punctured and ran last. So I thought for him to be still fighting out the finish was a good effort. Charlatan, number eight, he's definitely going to be right there. Uh, five Hollywood Hero was a $600,000 ready-to-run yearling. Um, I didn't mind that Hawkesbury trial. It was a very fast trial, like a race almost. And four good ones. He'll lead. And uh, he'll run on. He had the, the setback on Boxing Day where he was scratched. Uh, there was a, a gear issue with him. But um, he butters up again here. 10, 8, 5 and 4 for me, Ray. I've gone 12 West Cork, Luke. Glenn made mention of the number of times this colt has been scratched in recent weeks. Uh, Chris Waller has been waiting for the right race for West Cork. He's an $800,000 Magic Millions uh, purchase. He's by IM Vin Invincible. He's a high-profile three-year-old colt. Uh, he's been given the right grounding. His recent trial at Rose Hill, he was inside horses, but there was plenty under the hood, so to speak. If he had been given a squeeze, I think he would have just darted through and won the trial, but he was held together all the way to the liner. A typical Chris Waller style of trial, but he just looks a nice colt, West Cork. I think he gets a nice run from his good gate here, just off the speed, and uh, I think the weight will be worth it. 12 West Cork, I think, can make a winning debut. No knock on eight Charlton. I agree with everything that Luke said. I thought there was enough signs there um, when he resumed at Canterbury to suggest uh, he can win and win soon, whether it's today. Just that barrier and where he gets to in the run is a slight issue with me, but I thought there were good signs here at Canterbury that being gelded and blinkers on, he'll run well again. Four good ones, puts himself in the contest every time. He's genuine his game. He won't be too far away. And five Hollywood hero, Bjorn Baker gave a nice push for this first starter. He certainly trialled well. And uh, from the inside gate, he should get every chance. I've gone 12 West Cork to make a winning debut here in the second at Canterbury. 12, 8, 4 and 5. Yeah, yard might be important here to see how some of these horses uh, look on race day. Uh, some big pedigrees here. Eight on top uh, for Mitch here's Charlatan uh, to beat ten Toronomica. Four good ones and five Hollywood Hero. Eight, ten, four and five for Mitch Manners in the second race of the day. From the boys to the girls here, Munns for race number three, the Petaluma Plate. Three-year-old fillies made in set weighs 1,200 metres. Yeah, the toppy is a scratching here. Capital clean, no deduction taken for it. Caring Lass 
is a $9 chance. Chili Jam is outrun yesterday, three cents a win and two cents a place. Schwa E is out, six cents a win and seven cents a place. Infinitive at $6. Ashani is a $6.50 chance. La Patrice is out, no deduction. Leandra at $4.60. Monopoly Girl is out, no deduction. Moonlight Grace at $3.80. That's equal favourite at that price. Nancy is a scratching, the deduction here, six cents a win and seven cents a place. Posiana is a scratching, one cent the win and nothing the place. Rocketeer Girl with the blinkers on, $3.80 equal favourite. Uh, Vanellope uh, is out, one cent the win and nothing the place. Vincetta at $13 and paved with gold is a $126 pop. Uh, best supported runner here is Rocketeer Girl. As much as $5 already, bet about it this morning. They took 5 they took 480 they took 440 they took 4 now 380 It's not a significant amount of money, but it kept getting uh, turned off and is the best supported runner over Moonlight Grace, who did go up the 330 favourite this morning and is out to $3.80 already. And the only other runner that gets to four figures so far is Leandra, and it went up a $4 chance and has been pushed to 460 I think Rocketeer Girl just finds the fence and leads here. She tried to match motors with High Jew by on debut at Canterbury and did a good job to hold on and run fourth. I think she'll find the fence and lead. Moonlight, Grace and Ashani will kick up. I don't think Leandra will be too far away. I wonder where Vincetta will get in the run here, Luke. She got back at Warwick Farm first up. Uh, of course, this field's been halved by scratching. It's just down to eight runners now. She's drawn the inside gate. If she can hold her position close to the lead, she'll be stalking these leaders and be hard to hold out. Most definitely, Ray. I, I thought she probably could, to be honest. Uh, I thought she'd be uh, three back at worst, but they, mm -hmm. they might try and um, just park her in behind the speed. I'm with Moonlight Grace to beat Rocketeer Girl, but I really considered strongly with the scratchings going the other way this morning. Um, I just thought on Rocketeer Girl, my second selection, she did a lot of work last start. Uh, she was bustled out of the barriers to get outside of High Dubai and then um, I thought she was entitled to, to stop a little bit in the straight. From barrier two, she'll just bounce uh, and be right there. I think she'll do less work and she'll have more gas in the tank at the back end of the race. And those blinkers going on signal a little bit of intent. High Dubai, the winner of that race, she did run last in the Gosford Guineas uh, when she next stepped out. Um, but she's gone straight to the paddock, so she might not have been right. Um, in saying all of that, I think Moonlight Grace is a very game filly. She was cast wide last start at Gosford and... Uh, I thought she was very brave. She was only nabbed on the line. Reese Jones claims, and I, I think she's hard fit, and, and she'll run well. I think they'll control the race up front and fight it out, those two. Uh, but I'm 10 to beat 13. Number five, Infinitive, I've included. I think it's got scope to improve at its second race start. That debut was sound. And number 15, Vincetta, for the reasons Ray alluded to. Just lobs right there from barrier one. Solid run first up. Back in distance uh, was just some little question mark for me. Um, her debut was at 1,300 metres, so I just want to keep that in mind. I've gone eight Leandra here. Luke, um, uh, you describe Moonlight Grace's game. She is, and I think Leandra is in a, a similar bracket. Her two runs have been excellent. She was a very close third on debut at Kembla behind Thomas Slava and good once. So the format of that's held up. And then, gee, I thought she really fought hard at Canterbury last up behind Demiana. I think she gets a nice run here. Probably could even end up in the 1-1 here, Leandra. And if that's the case, 
I think she'll go very close to winning this. I like her from 10, Moonlight Grace. No knock. Her two runs have been excellent for all the reasons that Luke mentioned. She'll be right in the contest. She gets the right run, and Reese Jones' claim also helps. Four Rocket, uh, sorry, uh, 13 Rocketeer Girl, her fourth on debut at Canterbury. A solid effort when she tried to settle on speed. She held on pretty well. If she gets any sort of control here, she might dash one the turn and be off and gone. She'll be hard to beat for sure. And 15, Vincetta. I did like her run when she made a return at Warwick Farm, coming from back in the field to run third, where she gets to in the run and the tempo uh, might be against her, but she can only be improved. She'll run well here. I've gone 8, Leandra, in race 3. 8, 10, 13 and 15. Okay, Mitch Keen on 13 here. Rocketeer Girl, 13 to beat 8, Leandra. Uh, puts 15, Vincetta in for third, and number 10, Moonlight Grace for fourth. So Mitch Manners, race three, 13, 8, 15, and 10. And we get on to race four at Canterbury this afternoon. 20 minutes past five for the Furphy handicap if you game. And a benchmark 64 here, Munns, three-year-olds and four-year-olds over the 15.50 metres. Race four, Canterbury. Yeah, it's five o'clock somewhere, Richard. Uh, Wallinga Freefall here is our toppy, and it is a $3.40 chance, and that price makes it favourite. African Daisy at $5. Bat Out of Hell is an $8 chance. Mystic Mermaid at $9. King Charles, well, he is operating at the moment. King Charles, good morning to him. He's probably tuning in to Sky Thoroughbred Centre a little later. $41. Blue Skin is a $13 chance. Super Chilled is out. The deduction there, $0.04 cents a win and $0.06 cents a place. Mandalong Cash for Gary Nixon. I'll tell you what, he had one yesterday at Gosford. It was $6.50 into favourite in the first race there and got the custard. Uh, Mandalong Cash is a $15 chance. Glowing Gold at $11. Maritima is out. Two cents a win and four cents a place. Samana at four dollars. Star Mission at thirty-four dollars. Cushy is out, no deduction. And dash, dash, dash. He ran at Gosford yesterday. Is out. One cent the win and nothing at the place. Uh, best supported runner here is Bat Out of Hell uh, for Gary Portelli. Albeit is seven dollars fifty out to eight dollars this morning. So that shows you it's not the busiest betting race. There's support this morning for Samana, uh, who went up four dollars and forty cents. Tommy Berry. Back at the races today, uh, it's the second pick. And third pick is the toppy in Wallinga Freefall. Uh, three starts for three wins for Chris Lees in Australian Bloodstock. Yeah, what leads here, boys? Samana sat outside leader last start. Could end up in front by default here. Mandalong Cash will come across with Samana. Glowing Gold could kick up. Wallinga Freefall could lob into a perfect spot here. Uh, Luke, bat out of hell. Uh, got some uh, decisions to make early to get across from that barrier. But I think Samana, Mandalong, Cash will control the tempo. I don't think they'll go that hard. Mm. Yeah, I don't mind this unbeaten horse, Ray. Wellinga Freefall. Mm. I know he, he comes off country form to this uh, city race. However, Chris Lees can do this. Um, he takes them through the grades, educates them. He's looked a big, strong horse that um, hasn't got to his right distance yet. Uh, I think 15.50 is ideal. And as Ray mentioned, he does look to map perfectly. So I'm happy to go with him. 11 Samana. Uh, it was a good job there last start at Goulburn. Sat outside the lead. They went uh, nearly four lengths above benchmark. Uh, the tempo of the race was quite fast. So uh, I think it's capable of uh, going on with it. I thought that Star Mission was big odds here, guys. Number 12. Um, considering Samana's $4 and Star Mission's out of the same race in 34, that just looks wrong to me. So I want to include it as um, the best roughing on the program. And number two, African Daisy. I think Nash will, um, will send it forward. 
and it can be right there. That uh, debut win first up at Scone was very soft, and then she was six weeks between runs last start at Canterbury, and what I think is a good race behind Sweet Mercy and Kuklara, so I think she's got to fit in somewhere. Keen on the one, though. Uh, I think could drift, but um, it's going to be hard to beat, Ray. One, 11, 12, and 2 for me. Yeah, agree, Luke. I'm with Willinger free fall as well. Gets a perfect run, I think, from his the barrier draw. And the way this race sets up, he'll get every possible chance. And like you, I thought he showed at the end of 1,400 metres carrying 60 at tonne carry last start that he'll have no issue going out to 15.50 today. If anything, I think he'll appreciate it. He's out of a Savabile mare, so you'd think he'd get over further. He, all you can do is win. He's had three starts. He's won each of them well. and He's certainly going the right way. And that race set up perfect for Willinger a free fall again. I think he's the one to beat. From the six blue skin, uh, uh, look, I was hoping for a, a bit of a bigger push from Gerald this morning, to be fair, but I can see Gerald's point. He might be a big track horse, but, gee, I thought there was a lot to like about what he did at Newcastle first, uh, coming from back in the field and swamping food a late. He gets out to 15.50 second up. That's no issue. Maybe Canterbury isn't ideal for him, and race tempo might not also be in his favour, but I think he's a horse... Definitely worth watching and can go on from it from here. 11, Samana, for all the reasons that Luke mentioned, did do a good job at Goulburn there, sitting outside leader, dominating the race. The format of that race has held up too with Hide Your Heart winning since. Nice filly going through her grades well. And 9, Glowing Gold, also from the Kieran Ma David Eustace stable, a stable mate of Samana. The one that's last two deserves its chance in city grade. In the fourth, 1, Willinga Freefall, to maintain his unbeaten record. 1, 6, 11 and 9. One on top as well for Mitch. Number one, Willinga Freefall to get the cash to beat number 11, Samana. Four, Mystic Mermaid and two, African Daisy. One, 11, four and two for Mitch in race four. This is the Canterbury preview on New Year's Day. Ray Thomas, Luke Marley, Glenn Munsey, a short break and back with a good look at the Canterbury Quaddy. Sky Sports Radio, number one in racing. Heard throughout the state, including Kyogle on 88.0 FM. Aladala on 87.6 FM. Yes on 107.9 FM. And Wollongong on 1314 AM. Lano, what's in the box? That's a new 75-inch TV, Mum. No, that box. That's an espresso coffee machine. No, not that one. Mum, there are so many boxes. It's our biggest Bingley Boxing Day sale ever. Boxing. Get it? No. There's more top brands, more latest models, more great deals store-wide. From kitchen and laundry, TVs and tech, health and fitness. Yes, it's really big, but what's in the box you're holding? That's my lunch. That's really big too. The Bingley Boxing Day Sale, on now. Bingley, better living every day. Australia's favourite windows and doors. Excuse me, i just got to get the door. Jess, can you take over, please? Yep, sure. Australia's favourite windows and doors are available at... Ah, uh, sorry. Now someone's knocking at the back door. Um, how about we let the main voiceover guy take over? Wideline Windows and Doors. Bring over 50 years of producing quality Australian-made windows and doors that bring life into your home. Enhance the feeling of home with Wideline Windows and Doors. Inquire now at wideline.com.au. Since 2018, 36 Group 1 winners could have been bought for $100,000 or less at an English sale. That's 44% more than the nearest Australian auction house. Where will you be in 2023? Classic catalogue available now at english.com.au. 
Always thought owning a racehorse was too expensive? It doesn't have to be. Patriot Bloodstock offers racehorse shares for syndication at an affordable entry-level price point with fixed-price training fees. Our horses are country trained, and whether your horse wins at Wagga or Ramwick, the thrill is the same. We've had great success sourcing quality horses that won't send you broke, and we love first-time owners. Check out what's available at www.patriotbloodstock.com.au. Patriot Bloodstock, an authorised representative of Stable Connect. AF licence number 33696. There's a new place to get it all on tap. And it's in your pocket. The Tab app has live racing. Touchdowns. Downtowns. The beautiful game. Australia's biggest game. Our other biggest game. A bit of this. This. Oh, come on, ref. And this. For racing and sport on tap. Download the Tab app. Gamble responsibly. Gambler's help, 1-800-858-858. Coming to the rise now, it's Steely. Jojo is a man beating off Mark Snell. Bethancourt's had enough. Bullfinch has had the tempo to suit running on. Jojo is a man at the 200. Is two lengths clear from Bullfinch is trying to rope it back. But Jojo is a man going strongly again, Jojo. And here's the double in a week. Bullfinch running home into a clear second. Almania late. Jojo is a man does it again. Beats Bullfinch. And Almania is the eye-catching run probably the meeting in third, followed by Purple Sector. Yeah, that was the Maroubra Mile from Ramwick yesterday. Uh, Munns, Jojo was a man, I'm, I'm assuming not the greatest result for the tab. He had that race one a little way out. Yeah, and um, it was a race there, Richard. Um, uh, I spoke to the boys in the office yesterday and uh, and they were happy to sort of uh, take Jojo as a man on and uh, he was well supported because he, he, he touched $5 and probably just before the jump he was into probably around about a $4.40 chance. He does love Randwick, Jojo as a man. He, uh, he, he just seemed to be a horse that took a few runs to get fit but he's really put it together. For any horse to be able to win two twice in seven days is a magnificent effort. Yeah, he is in uh, he's in great form and he's won a stack of money for the owners now. They're obviously very famous colours. Just have a look at what kind of money he has won now. Four hundred thousand dollars and upwards of that after yesterday, and there's there's more to come. He's a, he's a great horse for those those connections there. The Tate family, the Neat family, and others. Let's get on to uh, the next race here at Canterbury today, and race five months will be the Castelvecchio. First yearlings handicap. He was racing just yesterday, wasn't he? Castelvecchio, anyway. A benchmark 64 over the 1900 metres is the first leg of the quaddy. Yeah, the red pen's got to work out here. We start with Handsome, uh, who's out one cent the win and one cent the place. Wongahu is out nine cents the win and eight cents the place. Rock the Bells is out, nothing the win and one cent the place. Our first actual starter is Trust the Process, and it's a $6 chance. Dragon Dream at $15. Zeus on Boy is out 15 cents the win and 13 cents a place. JF Thunder at $11. Mars is a $17 chance. The Maxinator at $16. Al Belfi is out, no deduction. Thousand Years is out, won at Gosford yesterday. One cent the win and three cents a place. Island Bay Boy with the winkers off today at $34. Grabini is a $2 favourite here. Macasa 
at $16. Mighty Willie is a $7 chance. Portnoy, Zach Lloyd, your rider there if you didn't have it, at $13 and scratch the remaining runners. Just Business, $0.05 cents a win and $0.05 cents a place. Real Peace, Freckles, he goes to Warwick Farm Wednesday, $0.04 cents a win and $0.04 cents a place. Do Well Legend, no deduction. And Isla, who ran at uh, Gosford yesterday, $0.01 cent the win and nothing the place. Complete one-way traffic here for Grabini. I think punters are looking to get their cash back from Gosford the other day. Uh, $2.80 was taken at 25 past 7 this morning, and all of the scratchings were out at that time. It got into a dollar ninety, and it's back to $2 now. Yeah, what leads here, boys? I think there's enough speed here to give some of these back markers, particularly Grabini, their chance. Portnoy probably finds a fence and leads. Macasa likes to roll forward. JF Thunder, it looked horrible on the map originally, way out there, Jordan Gate, 20, but... With this field halved from scratchings, just 10 runners now. He may go forward as he did last start at Kyneton where he led. Where does the favourite get, Luke? Probably midfield. I, I dare say, just needs clear galloping room for being The tempo should be solid enough. Yeah, I don't want to try and forecast where he'll be after last start. I, I couldn't believe how he ended up last uh, at the top of the straight last time. But uh, it was a puzzling steer. But I think he should win this race. Um, he, he absolutely charged home and he ran the best last 200, best last 400 of the meeting. He should have won the race. And I think from the draw, Chad can dig him out. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he's sort of looking for the 1-1 here, guys. And if he gets into that position, um, he should be too big, too strong. And I think he's a promising staying type for the future, Grabini. Um, I thought he was the best all day. Number four, trust the process, was sensational at Canberra last start. Um, three wide, no cover. 63 and a half on his back um, finds Nash gate one uh, I think he, he's going to run well for sure 15 mighty Willie third up at 1900 I think he's ready to do something and 16 best of the others for mine Portnoy I thought would probably look for the front and box on solidly but I think he's got too much class his favourite 13, 4, 15 and 16 right yeah, I think bad luck's his main danger. Luke Rabini, what he has got this three-year-old is a, a really good turn of foot late in his races. And for a horse who's going to get out over a middle distance, that's going to be a huge advantage for him. We saw that at Newcastle when he won his maiden. He stormed home late to run down Juma. And then last start at Gosford has been well documented. He didn't have much luck, but he really closed fast late. And that turn of foot, I think, is the key here. And... Just needs clear galloping room from the turn. 13, Grabina, one of the better bets today as well. I think 16, Port Noise, a bit underrated. And uh, Richard and Will Freeman have got this four-year-old racing quite well. Comes out of a strong race at Wyong last. I think the winner there, Master, copies the horse of the future. And Port Noy led for a long way, held on and run fourth. Gets any sort of control here up front, might take running down. Agree four, trust the process, was an eye-catcher last start. The Bryce Hayes stable having a good run. And 15, Mighty Willie, I know he's been disappointing and costly, but gets uh, a nice run here from the good draw. Third up, uh, can improve. But 13, Grabini, I think, as I said, bad luck is his main danger. 13, 16, 4 and 15 in race 5. Mitch seeing it the same way. 13, Grabini. To beat, 4, Trust the Process. 5, Dragon Dream. And 15, Mighty Willie. 13 to 4, 5 and 15 for Mitch in race number 5. Let's go into race number 6, gents. And this is our feature. The $160,000 listed Kia Canterbury Sprint going over the 1,200 metres here. Much, much better the, uh, the scratching. A field of nine here, Munns. 
Starting with Rangers, who's a $10 chance? Vangelic, back at the races today at $11. I am me, looking for four wins in a row this time in, $1.70 and favourite. Southern Lad, for a stable we said yesterday, there is on fire Daniel Sieb, and she's had a lot of luck with the champion thoroughbreds also since they've come to the stable. Winker's off for Southern Lad today at $26. Dragonstone is a $7 chance. Surreal Step at $31. Snippy Fox, the Winkers go on, the Blinkers come off, and it's a $12 chance. Much, much better is out. Two cents a win and one cent the place. Space Boy, a $7 pop. And Invincible Kiss at $51. Uh, best supported runner here is I Am Me. It's been 170, 175, 170. Clearly the top pick here. Second pick is Dragonstone. And third pick is Space Boy. Be really interesting this one at what Tommy Berry does on IME. Space Boy, we heard from Gary Portilli, they want to be urgent early. It'll go forward, I'm sure it'll hold the fence. Um, Invincible Kiss, Vangelic, even Rangers have good early tactical speed. Um, Tommy Berry said he didn't want to be stuck three wide without cover around the circle. That's probably the key, but three starts back at Rose Hill. She did take a set off speed and went straight past them. And if Tommy can find some cover, uh, she might just get run of the race here, I am me, Luke. Yeah, that's right, Ray. Um, I think it is a slightly awkward draw for her. Mm. If he might have to burn her to get across or, as you said, just try and tuck in behind. I think either way, she's... She's a class act. Um, she's hard to t tip against here, and I certainly won't be. Uh, the, the time she ran last start with that of a, a Group 1 horse. Um, she ran a, her last three furlongs in 10.96, 11.02, 11.24 being eased down, 107.77 overall. So I am me for me. I love reminding the better half that she got beaten on this in a maiden at Goulburn. How do you think that goes down? Uh, <laughs> Not well. It doesn't, it doesn't go down real well. But she, she was a bit fiery early days and uh, and did a lot wrong. But she's really uh, the the full product now. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw her in a race starting with E guys uh, later in the year. Number one Rangers, the danger. Five Dragonstone had no luck last start, and number nine Space Boy. I think she's a good mare. Three, one, five, and nine. Yeah, I'm with her too. I think bad luck again is probably her main danger, but I think she's good enough to overcome even that. And for all the reasons that Luke mentioned, and including that win at Randwick last night, I know there was a fierce tailwind up the straight, but 1777, they don't run much faster for the Randwick 1200. And Dehorn Unicorn came out yesterday and just franked that outstanding IME form. She is flying. She's very, very good. She'll break through at stakes level. I think Five Dragonstone can run a much better race. He's just had no luck in his last couple. As Mark Newham said, he just wants to see this horse get to the outside with clear galloping room. And he can rip home with some really good sectionals, Dragonstone. So he'll run a much better race here. One Rangers didn't have the best of luck in the razor sharp. He was wide without cover, but wasn't beaten far. First up, he'll improve off that. And uh, number nine, Space Boy. Uh, broke the clock here at Canterbury two runs back, and he'll be leading for a long way. He'll make this an exciting contest. But three IME, she's the draw card today. Looking forward to seeing her in the Canterbury sprint. Three, five, one, and nine. Mitch's numbers are here three, one, seven, and five. IME to beat Rangers. Seven, Snippy Fox, and five, Dragonstone. Three, one, seven, five for Mitch in our feature of the day. On to race seven. We go at Canterbury this evening, the Twilighter. And Munn's race seven is a benchmark 72 for the Phillies and Mares over 1,100 metres. Yeah, and for people that may want to back uh, IME in that race starting with an E uh, this year, 
uh, it's a $34 chance it's in the market. Uh, that pre-noms market is available at TAB. But uh, race number seven here, Fear Naught, was uh, scratched yesterday and uh, scratched out of a race today but runs here, is a $6 chance. Super bright with Equicast on, which is... Uh, like a bandage type uh, situation on the hoof, it's a $4.60 chance. Esone, if you backed it yesterday, you'd be uh, wanting to follow it. It went very well yesterday. Uh, out 14 cents a win and 12 cents a place. Girl Mania at $9.50. Diamond Dealer is out, no deduction. Zarina Sophia at $3.50. That price makes it favourite. Mariana is out, 5 cents a win and 6 cents a place. Luna Rocks with the nose roll on for the New South Wales Tycoons. They had another winner yesterday, and their man TK sent me a message straight after that horse won in Brisbane, and he tells me now they've had 15 individual horses start, and they have registered 20 wins for the the racing league there. So they have Lunar Rocks here, and it is uh, has a nose roll on today, and it's a $7 chance. Hollywood Gossip at $26. My Eloise ran yesterday's out, $0.05 cents a win and $0.05 cents a place. The Unicorn with the earmuffs pre-race, and the blinkers come off at $5. Flying Shelley ran yesterday's out, $0.06 cents a win and $0.07 cents a place. Euros with the blinkers on at $9.50. Best supported runner here is Luna Rocks. Uh, they've pushed it from six fifty out to 7 today. It did go up as much as 13 but there's a stack of scratchings, but 650 out to seven today, and is best supported runner this morning, and that just goes to prove you with the uh, the micro ownership situation uh, with the number of owners there. If they all have something on it, it's going to easily be the best supported runner. Uh, second pick is the you no, actually second pick is Arena Sophia, and today. It's been 340 out to 350, and third pick is the Unicorn, who's been six into five this morning. Yeah, a bit of speed here, boys. I think the Unicorn probably finds a fence, crosses Euros and leads. Hollywood Gossip might slide across, settle outside the Unicorn. Luna Rocks will be right there. Girl Mania might get the nice trail just behind the, that front four, and they'll, they'll run along here, Luke. Yeah, they will, Ray. Interesting race. The Unicorn, he bolted last start in Melbourne. He's been back to the trials, blinkers off. And earmuffs pre-race, just trying to settle him down. I want to give Luna Rocks another chance here, here, guys. She had cardiac arrhythmia first up. She was backed off the map like her number was already in the flat, uh, in the frame. And it's just a complete forgive. So um, I, I want to give her a go here in race number seven. Eight on top, Luna Rocks. To beat two, super bright. I was impressed with that recent trial. Um, just has to navigate an awkward draw, but I think she can go back and uh, really rip home. Ray mentioned the speed. It should be strong enough for her. I thought Four Girl Mania uh, was some sort of value. First up, two preparations ago, was beaten half a length by Norwegian Bliss at 1,100 metres, so it's the same setup here. And uh, six best of the others, Serena Sophia, unbeaten, but I think this is a bit tougher. So um, I want to take her on slightly as favourite. Eight, two, four, and six for me, race seven. Yeah, I'm going with Sarina Sophia, but I concede your point. This is a, a much tougher race than what she's been up against, but she just looks a filly with so much upside. And we heard from Gerald Ryan earlier. He does rate Sarina Sophia, and her win at Wyong was, was excellent. Circled the field, stormed home, one will and one with authority over 1,000 metres, out to 1,100 here. The, the pace will suit her. She'll be back 
probably second half of the field, but we know she can sustain a long run, and I just think she's a filly with a real future. Six, Sarina Sophia on top. From Four Girl Mania, um, uh, she did trial really well at Warwick Farm the other day, just before Christmas, and as Luke said, she's performed well fresh previously. She's a big watch here. Uh, two, Super Bright, will be suited by the speed. Watch for her charming home, and I also give eight, Luna Rocks, a really good chance. Yes, she can prove, as Luke mentioned, didn't have much go her way first up at Hawkesbury. Six, four, two, and eight. Zarina Sophia on top. Six on top here for Mitch. Zarina Sophia. To beat number two, Super Bright. Puts number 11, the Unicorn, in for third and one, Fear Not. So six, two, 11, and one for Mitch in race seven. Eighth and last at Canterbury tonight will be the Tab Handicap and Munns. We finish off with a benchmark 72 at the 1,200 metres. Yeah, and when starting with Four Valor here, who is a $5.50 chance. French Marine is out, no deduction. He's a hot shot, scratched yesterday to run here, $3.40, and that price makes it favourite. Walk and Talkin', Jenny Duggan, your rider there, it's a $9 chance. Silent Agenda, Jason Collett, the rider there, at $16. Valmaster outran yesterday, $0.22 cents a win and $0.15 cents a place. Fear Nought outruns earlier, $0.04 cents a win and nothing the place. Ringmaster is a $6 chance. Lease... Uh, back at the races as a gelding, has winkers on and the blinkers off, $9.50. Capistel, scratched yesterday, runs here at $9. Operative is out, no deduction. Cheerful legend, tongue tie on, the winkers off, the cross nose band off. It's a $7.50 chance. Twice as special. I nearly fell over and went settled third on the fence yesterday. Uh, seven cents a win and seven cents a place. Captain George, Tommy Berry, a half kilo over at this stage. A tongue tie on at $11. And send me a legend is out. No deduction for it. Most popular runner here at this stage is Cheerful Legend, albeit 7 out to 7.50 this morning. The best supported runner today is Ringmaster. It's $7 into $6 this morning. And third pick is the favourite in He's a Hot Shot. He probably leads. He's a hot shot here from its good gate. Four Valor probably hasn't got the speed to cross. He's a hot shot, but should settle outside. Walk and talking. They might look to be urgent early. Luke can try and get across into a position. Captain George will hold the rail, and Ringmaster won't be too far off from there. It'll be a solid enough tempo, Luke. Yeah, you're right, Ray. And uh, Jenny Duggan, that rider for Walk and Talk, and I wish Julia Prestis the best. Uh, she had a mm. horse slip over on her uh, during the week. She'd normally ride this galloper. I've actually gone with Four Valor. I know he's probably going to race in a negative position, that being outside the lead. Um, but he's just a tough horse, uh, and I think he can. I think he can do it. He's trialling super. Uh, he trialled with Brunelli recently and and looked the goods. So I think with Nash on, he'll, he'll ride him positively. And if he if he does have to take his medicine and sit outside, he's a hot shot. I think he's tough enough to be able to uh, still run very very well and and hopefully win. Three is the danger for mine. He's a hot shot. He is going super. Um, very tough. He'll be on speed and give a sight. Eight ringmaster I, I had to include here fresh. I thought that was a hidden trial, his most recent one. And uh, I think he's going uh, particularly well. Ten best of the others, Capistella. I think she can sprint well here first up. One, three, eight, and ten to round out the program. Yeah, Luke described it as a hidden trial. That's exactly what it was, ringmaster. He was bolting third the fence all the way up the straight. Then that king of Sparta trial. He officially ran eighth, beaten three and a half, but he went for the line untested, came off a really good trial at Canterbury prior to that. Didn't come up in the spring. Um, the wet tracks certainly were against him, and we heard from Michael Friedman earlier, Luke, that he just didn't think the Colt uh, 
bounced through his Brisbane winter campaign and looked in good order for the spring, but he's certainly come up in much better order uh, this preparation. Those two trials, I think, run of the race stuff. They'll roll along here. He should get back off that uh, first four or five with a lovely run and this is a horse who was stakes place as a two-year-old and ran very well in a group one behind she's a belt he's got ability ringmaster for mine in the last at good odds uh, he's a hot shot loves canterbury hasn't won here but seven starts five placings he'll be on speed giving himself every chance one four valor similar on speed hard to beat and four walk and talking in a rich vein of form but i like ringmaster at the odds in the last eight three one and Four. Looking at Mitch's numbers here late in the day, goes with number three. He's a hot shot. One of his better bets of the day to beat number one for Valor, eight Ringmaster, and four Walk and Talkin'. So three, one, eight, and four for Mitch. Yeah, race, uh, race eight, number three is Mitch's best of the day, waiting late for He's a hot shot. Well, Jen's a look there at the Canterbury form for the afternoon, a good looking twilight array. What are, you, what are you making your best on the day? Yeah, I think I am me short enough, but gee, you can't tip against her race six, number three. I do like race five, number 13, Grabini, but I think the whole country's on him at the moment. And in the last, Ringmaster, about $6, race eight, number eight, might be good value. Okay, uh, uh, Luke, what are you most bullish on today? Yeah, I think uh, ditto with Ray. Uh, race five, number 13, Grabini will be getting the money. And I'll nominate race four, number one, Willinga Freefall as well. Uh, I'm a fan of that horse. Okay. Well done, gents. Nice pleasure. I just had some scrambled eggs arrive. Oh, lovely. Ryan. So, um, Outstanding. I've got yeah, the uh, the better half's cat um, looking over the balcony. <laughs> it's not that bad, mate. It's a new year. Don't jump. He's, he's just looking <laughs> over the edge. Come back, Tiger. <laughs> it's not that tough. It's not that bad. It's going to get better. Well, anyway, Karina's off to the right start there with those scrambled eggs. They're very, very good. So I get shan't be compl- com- complaining. <laughs> That's right. Um <laughs> Months, anything to add before we look at a, a Flemington program today? No, no not fortunate uh, to be uh, in the situation that you are, Richard. I've only got about a two-and-a-half-step walk to the fridge, though, to uh, uh, partake in a beautiful beverage uh, when we have the ad break here to get ready for Flemington. <laughs> out of, just out of the, is, it the, is it the office you're in, or where is it? Yeah, the office and at the back, but uh, I, I do have a fridge in it. Aren't okay. you glad you asked, Richard? <laughs> yeah, no, that, that went really well, Too that good part man. of the preview. <laughs> Too good Thank man. you, Luke. Thank you, Ray. We'll do it again soon.